Hi, and welcome to the China Business Minute. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week, due to some unforeseen technical difficulties, we'll be staying in Washington. I'm talking with Aaron Ennis, the Senior Vice President of the U.S.-China Business Council. So, Aaron, what's new in the trade talks? Um, sadly, not much has happened in the last week. What we understand is going on right now between the two governments is that both sides are awaiting the other to make the first move, both in terms of scheduling a meeting between the two presidents at the G20 that will happen in Osaka at the end of June, but also in terms of making revised requests or offers in the trade negotiations. On Sunday in Washington, uh, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin told uh, a U.S. media outlet that the meeting will happen between the two presidents, uh, but that the president is willing to move forward with his final list of tariffs on about $300 billion worth of Chinese imports. That shouldn't be surprising to anyone. The president has made clear that he feels very strongly that tariffs are a useful tool to get trading partners to the table. And frankly, in the past few days, we've seen uh, evidence that that's not unique to China. The president made a similar threat against Mexico about potentially putting tariffs on a ratcheting scale starting this Monday if Mexico didn't comply more on immigration issues. Uh, I think probably the Chinese are, and all of the other U.S. trading partners will look at those actions and recognize that uh, the president feels very strongly that the tariffs are going to be persuasive and then have to make their own choices on how to move forward. And what would positive movement look like in that case? So what we're looking for right now is any movement to try to get the two presidents to meet. And ideally, that movement will include the beginnings of actual preparations for a meeting between the two presidents. In conversations with both U.S. and Chinese officials uh, during the last week here in Washington, we've learned that no such preparation has been made yet. While it's not unusual for uh, President Trump to have a meeting that doesn't have a lot of background work that goes on with it, uh, we certainly have expressed our concerns to both governments that given the stakes that are uh, going into this meeting, uh, the tariffs that both sides have on imports, the need for an agreement to come out, that we hope that more preparation will be made rather than less leading into the meeting. And we think that probably is what China is seeking as well. China Chinese officials have told us several times over the past few months that they viewed what happened between President Trump's meeting with uh, Kim Jong-un from North Korea as an indication that they did not want to schedule any meetings between their president and the United States president without knowing exactly what the agreement is and what the outcomes would be. So hopefully that preparation will begin soon. There's about two to three weeks before the G20 meeting. And uh, whether a resolution is made between now and then or not uh, is unclear, but certainly harder to get to a deal if no prep work has been done. All right. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Anything else to focus on this week? Uh, the other thing to keep an eye on probably in the coming weeks is that next week we'll begin the public hearings in the United States on list four from the United States of tariffs. That's a proposed list of $300 billion worth of Chinese imports. It covers roughly everything else that doesn't currently have a tariff on it, including some items that have been removed from the previous three lists. And uh, the hearings are expected to last 
between a week and two weeks, depending on how many witnesses will uh, seek to testify. USCBC will be submitting testimony on that later today and seeking to testify in person on those issues. We oppose the use of a list four. We oppose the use of lists one through three as well. So our hope is that the administration will find a path that does not include putting tariffs on everything, as the impact of this final list will probably be directly felt by consumers, potentially starting mid to late July if the tariffs go on um, as anticipated on this. And what does China have to say about that? China's direct response to this is still unclear. We are hearing lots of reports from companies who have concerns that they are being targeted. Many companies, though, are still trying to evaluate the difference between what is the normal difficulties that they might have in doing business in China, such as higher levels of scrutiny for enforcement of environmental or other regulations, uh, compliance issues, things that are standard operating challenges for foreign companies in China versus things that might be new challenges that are related to U.S.-China tensions. At this point, there's probably ample evidence of both, and so uh, all the more reason for the two presidents to meet when they uh, are in Japan at the end of June to try to bring some resolution. All right. Anything else on the horizon, making an even three on the watch list? Um, The final item that we're watching for this week is obviously the entities list that uh, Huawei was put on. Uh, Over the weekend, we understand that the head of the uh, Office of Management and Budget, which oversees U.S. government administration, has requested a delay in implementing many of the provisions against Huawei out of concerns that... um, that it would be difficult for U.S. companies to comply and still be able to supply to the United States. We don't know what will happen with that request, but we do know that the president has indicated that he is still open to potentially having a resolution of the Huawei issue along with uh, the resolution of the other trade issues that are in relationship. China's response to China to Huawei's listing has been to create its own unreliable entities list. USCBC's colleagues in Beijing have done a lot of good work to determine what's going on with this list, but the bottom line is that we really don't know much at this point other than China is still working on the regulations that will both determine who gets listed, uh, what the consequences will be of being listed, and what the process would be to get company off of the list. We'll continue to monitor these issues and report to members as information becomes available. As always, we are open to hearing from our members in terms of questions that you've got or uh, evidence that you've got on where the problems are occurring and how your company operations are being affected. All righty. That is Aaron Ennis, the Senior Vice President of the U.S.-China Business Council. Uh, The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S.-China Business Council, and you can learn more on our website, uschina.org. If you like the podcast, do go ahead and leave us a a review and a rating. It helps people find us in the store and also lets us know how we're doing. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back next week.